This is what the Apostle Paul writes to the Ephesian believers. He says to them, children, this is verse 1, obey, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. I'm just going to finish with verse 4 as well. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Up to there, in God's lovely word. Now, we already started by saying that today is Mother's Day. We all know that. In 1915, Howard Johnson wrote the following. He says, once upon a memory, someone wiped away a tear held me closed, close and loved me. Thank you, mother dear. M is for the million things she gave me. O means only that she's growing old. T is for the tears she sh shed to save me. H is for a heart of purest gold. E is for her eyes with love light shining. R means right. And right she'll always be. Put them all together. They spell mother. A word that means the world to me. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Especially that R part no, of mother. That mother's always right. <laughs> yeah. She will always be right. Even if it's only right in her own eyes. But she will be right. But uh, <laughs> well, let's, let's be honest. Lots of times mothers are right. Anyway. Now, beloved, I, I would like to share something about my own mother with you. Because since the day that I was diagnosed, my mother has actually been phoning almost every day to find out how I'm doing. Now, it's been 21 months now since my diagnosis. And I believe the reason why she's phoning is because she cares, because she loves me. Otherwise, she wouldn't do it. Now, she doesn't phone me. She phones Stefani. Because if she phones me, she knows I'll just quickly talk, and then <clears throat> that's over and done with. She'll ask me, how am I? And I'll say, I'm okay. She speaks to Stefani because Stefani has a mother's heart. She understands why my mother would phone to find out how I'm doing. My mother always tells me that I will always be her child. I think at one stage she said I will always be a little boy. But then I look down at her, you know. But I'll always be a little boy. But I'll always be a child for her, even though I'm an adult with my own children. And when I go through a tough time, I will tell my mother, don't worry. You don't have to be concerned. And um, she will say... This is, I actually had to ask the funny because I couldn't get the words 100% right, but I think it's something like this. I can say it in Afrikaans because she always says it in Afrikaans. She says to me, don't ask a mother not to be concerned for her child. Or sorry, to ask a mother not to be concerned for her child is to ask the sea to stop making waves. Isn't that beautiful? Because it's a mother. A mother's heart is a mother's heart. Now, 
Fathers don't think that we can ever understand a mother's heart. I've made peace with that. I can't. I'd love to, but I can't. Because a mother is special. You see, God in his infinite wisdom decided to create mothers. And I believe he did a great job of it. There's the story of a boy, six years of age, and he got separated from his mom uh, in, a, in a supermarket. So the boy started shouting as loud as he could, Martha, Martha, Martha. And I mean, his mother heard him. So she came up to him and she said to him, Honey, you shouldn't call me Martha. I'm your mother. So this little boy replied and said, But the store is full of mothers. So he needed to identify his mother. So he used her name. You see, our world is full of mothers. But each one of us have one mother. One that is special. And I believe that our mother should be special to us. Must always be special to us. Because there is no one like our mother. Because we only have one mother that brought us into this life. No one can take the place of our mothers. Now, in our passage, we find a command. And this command is for children to honor their fathers and mothers. Honor your father and mother. That's the command. And it's a serious command. We find it in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. This is in the law of Moses, where it says, Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. It's part of the law of Moses. It's a command. And this is what God does, is He commands the children of Israel to honor their parents. But it's interesting when we read the equivalent in Ephesians in the New Testament where the Apostle Paul interprets what is being said in the law. He says that it is a command with a promise. Verse 2 says it's the first commandment with a promise. It's a commandment that God gives us as his children, but he adds to that commandment a promise. And it's beautiful. It's amazing if we look at it that way. Before we continue, though, let's just have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, it's such a privilege to be able to open up, go up your word and to read what you have to say to us. To allow you to speak to us and to tell us what we can and what we cannot do, what we should and shouldn't do, what, we, what you want from us and what you command us to do. And thank you also for sharing with us your promises so that we can know that you as the living Almighty God has spoken. And I pray this morning as we look at Ephesians, Father, that you speak to each one of us, that you will open up our hearts to receive your word and our minds to understand so that at the end of the day, Father, you, you may be glorified in and through our lives. 
this we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Now, it's interesting to note that there's this command to children to honor their parents. Now, as far as I know, there's no verse in the Bible where mothers are commanded to love their children. Have you read anything like that in the Bible? Where it says, mothers, love your children. Nope, we won't find it. It, does, it doesn't exist in Scripture. And I believe it is because mothers have a natural love for their children. There is something inside of a mother that God has placed in that mother. And if a mother, let's say, reacts contrary to what God has placed in them, they are acting against what God has done, what God has created. Unfortunately, there are mothers who will kill their unborn babies through abortion. That's unfortunately a reality of life. I, I just cannot wrap my head around it where, where somebody for the sake of pleasure and for the sake of convenience, where a mother will take the life of her own child. I, I just cannot wrap my head around it. Let me tell you, every time that I've been involved in counseling, where a mother has taken the life of her child, and many times it is years after they've done it, there is a broken person that sits in front of you. Broken. Because it's not supposed to be like that. That's not what a mother does. We know that there are mothers who abuse their children, they neglect their children, they abandon their children. This is all, this is all part of the consequences of sin. Because you see, sin influences every single aspect of life, even motherhood. That is supposed to be the most beautiful, beautiful thing on earth. Motherhood. Where a mother, a, a woman cares for her child, loves her child. Unfortunately, sin has come and destroyed that. But when we talk about believers, when we talk about those who have been regenerated by God's Spirit, it is different. They represent the mothers that are, are godly women. They represent what God intended motherhood to be. Mothers to be loving, caring, kind-hearted, compassionate towards their children. I believe that a godly mother is a jewel. She's a pearl of great value. Someone to be cherished. A godly mother has deeply rooted love for her children because she brought that child into this world. A godly mother will care and provide for her children. She will love her, uh, her children and cherish them. I've heard testimonies, and maybe you've done it yourself. I've heard testimonies of mothers who neglected their own bodies, didn't give their own bodies food to make sure that their children would have food. I've heard of mothers who would not buy new clothes to make sure that the children have clothes on their back. You see, mothers are special. 
we go to verse 2 of Ephesians chapter 6, you will see that it says the command is to honor your father and mother. See those? Those words. Honor your father and mother. You see, there is no diverse family in the Bible. The thing that is being pumped down our throats in our days, in the days that we live in, there is no diverse family style found in Scripture. The family consists of a father and a mother, and then obviously children if God blessed that family. But what happens in the world is everything is just turned upside down. What God intends and what God intended from creation, the world comes and just messes it up and turns it upside down. Instead of the world functioning the way that God intended it to function, the world functions in the opposite way. And it's so unfortunate. But that's the reality of life. Have you noticed that a godly mother will always accept her children no matter what they've done? Have you noticed that? I've sat with mothers and it's been my privilege through the years of, of being involved in one-on-one -on -one counseling with people. I have sat with mothers whose, whose sons have been thrown into prison, have been jailed, because they've done something criminal and you can see the heart of that mother just breaks for her child even though that child is a criminal but that mother's heart just breaks for her child I've seen mothers that would do anything in their power in their ability to help a child who has been caught in addiction they would do anything in their power to help that child Because a child has a special place in the, in the heart of a mother. My mother always says to me, she says, each one of her children, she's got two, me and my brother, we have a special place in her heart. And I cannot take my brother's place. And my brother can't take my place. There's this special spot for each one of her children. Because that's what a mother is. She's got a special place in her heart for her children. Now in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 we read, Honor your father and mother. And that's a very important little word there. And that word is honor. What does it mean to honor? Now if you go back to, to the law of Moses into the Hebrew meaning of the word honor, because that's actually where Paul gets this this, this um this command from is from the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 20. That word honor in the Hebrew language basically means to weigh heavy or to be heavy, to sit heavy. So it basically means to know that something is there, to recognize the existence of something, to kind of recognize or to say, oh, I can feel that there's something heavy on me. Because if you know that there's something heavy on you, you will know about it, hey? And, and the meaning of this word honor is to recognize, to acknowledge your mother 
Obviously, it speaks about your father as well, but today we're focusing in on mothers. So the child needs to recognize, to acknowledge the existence of their mother. That's the basic meaning of the word honor. So if you want to honor your mother, the first thing you need to do is to acknowledge that she's your mother. That's basically what it boils down to. Kind of means that I honor that my mother is there. I recognize that she is there, that she is that special person in my life. She's the one who gave birth to me. She's the one who looked after me. She's the one that is special to me. It's to acknowledge that, to recognize that. That's where honor starts. But you see, uh, to honor is more than just to recognize. It is also to, to recognize that she is a, a person in authority. Not just the fact that she's there, that she's my mother and that she's special, but she's a person in authority, that she carries a certain amount of authority that God has given her. That's part of honoring my mother, is to recognize that she has authority that comes from God. You know how God's authority structure works? God is the head of man. Man is the head of woman. The woman and the woman is the head of the children. That's how the authority structure of God works. God hasn't changed. It's always been the same. So when it comes to children, children need to recognize that their mother is in a position of authority over them. Because it was God who decided that's the way he was going to do things. That's beautiful. So what does it mean to honor? It basically means to recognize my mother. To honor my mother means to recognize the authority that God has given her over my life as her child. Now, once again, unfortunately, when we look at the world, and unfortunately, sometimes when we look even in Christian families, you will notice that parents, after children, do not give honor to their mothers. I don't know if you've noticed it, but I've noticed it. And it's as if the influence of the world is so strong that mothers are being honored less and less instead of being honored more. You see, young people today, unfortunately, do not honor their mothers the way that they should. There are still some that do, but there are many who don't. And you can just listen to the way they speak about their mothers. The way they act towards their mothers. In their actions, in their speech, in the way that they would, would speak about their mothers behind their mother's back. And unfortunately, I've been in the, the situation before and a few times where I have heard children speak about their mothers and they don't even realize that I'm hearing them. And I can hear what they say about their mother. It breaks my heart. And it's with such dishonor.
And, and here, I must be honest, I think adult children, they do it more often than younger children. And I think we need to be very aware of what we say about our mothers and fathers. In our context, specifically about our mothers. We need to honor our mother. It's interesting how children or youngsters in the day and age that we live in will say to their parents, to their mothers, you don't know what it is like to be a young person in our world today. There's a lot of pressure on us, everything different. You old-fashioned, you don't understand. There's a lot of pressure for us not to honor our parents. They won't say it in so many words, but that's actually what, what we see happen. There's so much pressure for children not to honor their parents because there's a total collapse taking place in the world today when it comes to authority and God-given authority specifically. That's so unfortunate. And in the world that we live in, children are being taught not to trust anyone in authority. And we can see that ciphering through to families. All right, so to, to honor my mother means to recognize her and to recognize that she has authority that God has given her over me when I'm a child. And then thirdly, to honor means to obey. Look at verse 1, Ephesians 6 verse 1. And Paul is kind of saying this in, in, in one sentence. Né? Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. And then he continues. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, which means obey your mother. Obviously, your father as well, obviously, but we're talking about mothers. So, obey your mother. When I honor my mother, it means that I will obey her. Not when I feel like it, or when I think it's appropriate, but to obey my mother. That's it. Full stop. That's what the Apostle Paul says. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for that is right. It's the right thing to obey your parents. It's the right thing to obey your mother. Doesn't mean your mother's always going to be right. We all make mistakes. I don't think there's a parent on this planet that will say that they didn't make a mistake in, in the upbringing of their children. We all make mistakes. But it doesn't take away the command for children to obey their parents. We have to obey our parents when we are children. Now, obviously, it's speaking about young children here, no? not adult children. But it's interesting that there's always a, this correlation between how young children, how they obey their parents when they're young and their interaction with their parents when they grow older. Have you, have you noticed that interaction? If a child is obedient to their parents, if they honor their father and mother when they are young, you will see them honor their father and mother when they're older. It, it just works like that. So it starts off when you are small, when you are young, to honor your parents, to honor your mother. And then when you grow older, you will honor her, even if you grow old or when you're an adult. The honor will always be there. 
Because that's God's command. That's what God expects from us as his children. And then fourthly, to honor our mothers also mean that I am showing my obedience to God when I obey them. You see, if I have a godly mother, and, and this is what Paul is speaking about. He's speaking about parents in the Lord. No? He's speaking about saved parents. He's talking about a saved mother, a godly mother. Now, if my mother is in the Lord, if she's saved, it means that my obedience to her as a child shows my willingness to be obedient to God. So if I obey my mother who is in the Lord, it basically means that I am obeying God. If I do not obey my mother who is a child of God, it means I am not being obedient to God. Can you see that? How do I know that children are obedient to God? I look at their obedience to their parents. If they're obedient to their parents, they will be obedient to God. How can they be obedient to God whom they cannot see if they cannot be obedient to their parents whom they can see? That's the basic principle. And then, beloved, there is this great responsibility on parents. Because what's going to happen is your children are going to become copies of who you are. Mothers, if you want to have a child, a, a child who honors you as mother, who becomes like you, then be an example. Especially if you want that child to be a God-like person, you be an example because your children are going to follow your example. Many children turn out to be just like their parents. Because that's how God intended it to be. The parents are the role models for their children. Like father, like son. You know that? They say like daughter, like mother. I, I've never heard that one. <laughs> but um, sons definitely look at their fathers. But I think it's, there's a responsibility on parents in general, but on mothers specifically, to live such godly lives that their children will imitate their lives and become like them. I believe it's a very important thing because we need to have godly mothers who basically raise up godly children to honor God at the end of the day. And it's interesting, I don't know if you've noticed it, but if your mother is a godly woman, it's actually easy to obey her. If, if a mother is a good example of what it means to be a godly person, it's very easy to obey. But if a mother doesn't love a godly life, I think the children find it hard to obey her because she doesn't have the authority that comes from God. If a, if a mother lives a godly life, she has authority that comes from God. It just flows through her to the children. There is this major call upon mothers to be godly women, to be examples so that their children can follow in their footsteps.
Then we get to verse 3 of Ephesians chapter 6. And this is where the promise comes in. Eh? This is the first command that has a promise connected to it. Beautiful, beautiful promise that follows this command. And this is what Paul says, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And this is now speaking to the children. Those children who honor their mothers and fathers. The promise is that if you honor your mother, then you will be well. It will be well with you. That's the first part of it. And that you will live long on the earth. What a beautiful, beautiful promise. Exodus chapter 20 verse 12, it gives the promise to the children of Israel that they will be blessed in the land that God has promised Abraham. Obviously, that's the land of Israel. So God says that if you honor your father and mother, you will be blessed in the land. But the Apostle Paul here in Ephesians chapter 6 makes it much broader. He takes it to the church and he says to the church, church, children in the church, if you honor your parents, God will bless you where you are. In the place where you are, God will bless you there. You will be well. It will be well with you where you are. But the command is honor your parents. The promise doesn't just come from heaven and there's no command that, that is connected to it. And it's so beautiful. But remember that the scripture always gives us the two sides of the coin. The one is obviously you will live long on this earth. That's the one thing. It will be well with you. You will live long on this earth. But there's this everlasting promise that those who honor their parents in the Lord, those who really honor their parents will and, and it's obvious that those who honor their parents in a godly way will be saved children. Eh? When they are saved, what they will do is they will then honor their parents and they will have everlasting life. They will receive a new heaven and a new earth. And for eternity, they will have a long, everlasting life with Christ forever and ever. But there is this temporary promise that says you'll live long on this earth but also this eternal promise of eternal life with Christ forever and ever because you can only honor your parents in a godly way if you are godly yourself because it's God through his Holy Spirit that works it in us to be able to honor our parents the way that God expects us to honor our parents to to fulfill the command that God has given us. Let me conclude with this. I would like you to think for a moment, what has your mother done for you that deserves honor? What has she done for you? I believe each one will have their own thoughts of what his or her mother did for him or her. I believe we need to understand and remember that our mothers gave us physical birth. She carried us for nine months. 
looked after us. She was nourishing us from the moment of conception. When God created life in her, her body sustained us. And we need to remember that she nursed us. She fed us, she clothed us, protected us, taught us, directed us, corrected us when we needed correction. And she loved and supported us through our lives. Amazing. And, and those are just physical reasons why we can honor our mothers. But I believe, above all, we can honor our mothers if they are godly women. Let's call them Proverbs 31 women. We can really honor them. Because God expects us to honor our mothers. So what can we do to honor our mothers? I think we can spoil our mothers more often. That would be a good one. That's a good place to start, not just once a year, but it's good. If you do it on Mother's Day, that's a good place to start. But I think we can honor our mothers more often. Remember, because we so quickly forget, no? to remember to honor the woman that brought me into this life. I think we can thank her more often for who she is and what she's done for us. Show her that we love her. Show her that we care. Remind ourselves often that all of all the things that she has done for us, to recognize that she is indeed our mother. And if you're still a child, to acknowledge that she has authority over you. and to obey her and to follow her example as a godly woman. And above all, appreciate her. Show her that you love her and really appreciate her. And every person's relationship with their mother is different. Eh? So do it in your way. But remember, this is a command with a promise to honor your mother because she is worthy to be honored if she's a godly woman. So to all the mothers, I pray that you will have a blessed Mother's Day and today specifically, but every day because you are worth it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, what a privilege to come to you this morning and to bring each and every mother before you. To ask you to bless those mothers who are godly women, who loves you, who serves you, who loves their children, looks after their children, 
who protects them and does whatever is necessary for their children to, be, to grow up, to become adults. Father, thank you that we can bring them before you this morning and pray your hand of blessing upon each one of them. And thank you, Father, that we can pray also for the children that they will really honor their mothers the way that you expect us to honor them because they are worth it. I pray for those mothers, Father, who do not know you, who are not godly women, those who do not know you as Lord and Savior and were not taking up the responsibility of being mothers. I pray, Father, please have mercy. Draw them in with courts of your grace that they may come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and become the mothers that you want them to be to be the examples to the children that you want them to be. Father, I pray for children of godly mothers who are not saved. I pray that they will come to a saving knowledge of Christ so that they will honor their mothers the way that you expect them to honor them. Please, Father. We pray for so many broken families all over the world today and it's so negative it's so bad so heartbreaking to see but it's true and we pray father in jesus name please that you will restore families father that that women will once again become godly women to lead their households their children specifically Guide them, educate them, direct them under the guidance of a godly man who is the head of the home. Father, and I pray specifically for the church, for the restoration of family relationships within the church, so that the church may show the world what it looks like to have a family that is a God-honoring family. Oh, Father, please, we pray this not because we deserve it. We pray it, Father, because we need you as the living Almighty God to intervene. And we pray because you are the only one who can bless our mothers more than we can ever think or pray. So we pray this for them in Jesus' precious name.